Well, welcome to the uh, the second sports show on Dance FM. So, uh, the first one I did just on my own, but now I've got no, not two, two uh, my friends with me. So, I've got Charlie Lee Erlin and Robbie Brewall. So, uh, hello, everyone. Hello. Yeah, so I thought it's, it's quite a good a good name for it with me. Uh, a mank, a scouser, and a bloke from Crow. That's quite right, <laughs> I like that. That's the one, that's the one, mate. <laughs> yeah, so he's, uh, he's good. I think we've got quite a lot of bad tickers. No, I remember at school we used to have a lot of banter and stuff as well, so. A lot of banter, oh, yeah. but a lot of roughness as well. Yeah, yeah, we never used to say hi to wife uh, that much, but we've grown up a bit now, so. We've got past the baby stage. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Once we, we all leave school, we're all <laughs> adults now, aren't we? So, yeah. Yeah, we're adults. Yeah, uh, so. You could say that. Well, yeah. We're all kids at heart, I guess, but. Okay. I guess we are. <laughs> yeah. So, the, the first uh, talking point is uh, what are our thoughts on the start of the season so far? So, with my team, United, uh, I think we're not really convinced at the moment, so. No, I don't think there's, there's not a lot much to say about our team at the minute, but. I think there's a lot going on in the back room in the with United at the moment. Yeah, well, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Centre and McGuire, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of issues. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then you've got the issue with Jaden Sancho and everything else. Obviously, he's got a lot of issues there that you need to sort out. Because it might, it might even get worse before it gets better. Well, yeah, I think, well, I'd, yeah. But there's, there's a few players out of there that I've never really looked up to uh, what we paid for or whatever, so. Yeah, definitely. I think that the Sancho scenario is quite strange as well. I don't, I don't understand what's gone on there because I felt like um, Sancho kind of seemed at the end of last season to, to sort of be Ten Hag's man, like he, he, he worked hard and, you know, they were talking about like his different mental health issues, etc, etc. I don't really understand how it's kind of, how it's got to this point. Well, he's, he's, had, he's had second chance of everything, so... Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a strange one. I mean, obviously a, a fantastic player, um, one of England's best on his day, but... It's, it's just weird to see how that's deteriorated and you would think as well with the with the Anthony situation you would think that it's the perfect time for him to step into that that team but for some reason he just there's, there's just stuff going on there isn't there so well yeah that, that's the second thing in the background is that uh, with Anthony isn't it at the moment so no that's not that's not going to help all the team either is it but no, with all the gossiping and stuff like that, but I personally feel like he hasn't done it. I feel like his woman's trying to get 
careful because it's trying to I don't think he's been with this woman for like three years, so. Yeah, I think they did. The way that he explained it was they met up and they had a rendezvous, and that's basically all it was. I mean, you know, what did he call it? An intimate. Oh, oh, he called it something strange. He had an intimate something or other. Something weird, anyway, but like, either way. We see this kind of thing happen all the time in football. It happened with Ronaldo. It happened with, um, obviously, it happened with Greenwood, but that's a slightly different case. Ryan um, it's happened. Yeah, Ryan Giggs happened with um, uh, Benzema. Happened with Benzema, and he got dropped oh, from yeah, France and, and everything, didn't he? And Ribery as well, yeah. Yeah. There's, there is a lot of it. Yeah, I think with it, with all the stuff with the glaze as well, that's that. Like one minute we're on the market, then we're not on the market. Yeah, like, make your mind but, to what you're doing, just play around. But I've kind of I've I've heard some things about that on some other podcasts where it's basically saying that the majority of the Glazer team wants to get rid of it. There's only two that don't. Is it's yeah, is Joel, it's Joel, Joel the younger one, and Abby yeah. the sister. Yeah, they they would keep it, but yeah. So yeah, then what about the other teams in the league? I think I don't think I don't think Chelsea. Yeah, they don't look. They they really don't look like a Chelsea, team at the moment. They the, the Chelsea are just awful. The, everything about them is just awful. The whole I team, I feel like. Yeah, I don't get the transfers as well. I don't get it. Yeah, the look, tra- I mean, as a as a Chelsea. I mean, obviously, over the years, it's kind of swayed back to where I'm from, which is obviously crew. Um, it, it's very bizarre, I think, that, and I think it's important to say that one of the reasons that my allegiance has swayed away from Chelsea is because of the new ownership. I think it's really interesting to, to have that conversation because, like, you took so much money at it, and it's like this guy is genuinely playing like FIFA career mode or football manager with the club. He just buys of everyone. And, obscene yeah. amounts of money and and it's not bringing the results. But that being said, I like Pochettino as an appointment. I like the emphasis on the young players and I think that if we had better attacking options in terms of another, maybe another number nine, because I quite like Nicholas Jackson. I just think it isn't falling for him at the minute. Um, I think we, we could be okay. However, at the minute, you're quite right to say that it is an absolute shambles. But it's a long-term project. I feel like what Jordan just said, I feel like he's chucked loads of money out with no preparation about it. I feel like he's just chucked money out and gone, see what happens. I feel like with a lot of players, they haven't prepared for him. I feel they've just looked at him and felt like, oh, these are going to be great for us. Let's go and buy them. I feel like the squad itself will gel together, give give it time. But I feel like a lot over time. I feel like a lot of players will get frustrated, especially the young ones that they've brought in and not getting game time. I feel like they get frustrated with the team and being on yeah. the bench. Yeah, I think I think Chelsea did that back in the day with Abramovich and Mourinho. No, actually, Ranieri won it at the start. But I mean, yeah, they, they did that. They signed loads of players, like random loads of big players, like. Iron Robin and stuff like that, and they never clicked. 
No, no, no. That's what they're trying to do, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think I think again, there's quite a few things about that. Like for me, Ranieri, fantastic manager, but well known for messing about with the tactics and the team all the time. And I think that realistically, yeah, he messed. Like you look at his title success in England with Leicester, and he did mess about with that team a lot. But it was the the, the spine was the same, whereas the Chelsea team. That he had was it was a different. It was basically a different spine every week. It was quite it's quite a bizarre scenario. But yeah. I hope that I hope that that's what this team needs. This team needs a solid spine, and it hasn't really got it. That, that, that that's the problem. I like Enzo Fernandez in midfield. I think he will come good. I think you look at these things and people say, "Oh, Enzo Fernandez, hundred and twenty million." Overrated, definitely. If you can name me a player realistically really worth 120 million, then yeah. like okay, so people are on about Salah to Saudi Arabia. I think 120 million for a player that has achieved that much. If you took his age out of it, I would say that Salah is a 120 million player. But to get back yeah. to the point, I, I like Enzo Fernandez. He will come good. You watch, you watch these these games that Chelsea play in, and yeah, they lose, but he is always very, very good in midfield. And then you've got yeah. certain defensive players, like I think Chilwell's been fantastic so far. I really like Benoit Badia-Shiel, but we haven't seen him yet this season. Thiago Silva is always a standout player. Raheem yeah. Sterling has been fantastic, despite not really playing any massive team yet. Um, so there are good things. He's played well the start of the season. He's come alive against Sterling. Has he looks really well? Yeah, last season he was he was off it a bit, but yeah, he's doing uh, well. He is. It's good news for England, I guess. Yeah, but I, I think yeah. like what we're saying about all the players Chelsea brought in, like just knocks into jail. But I think the way Newcastle have gone about it, that they've got a lot of money, but. They've not, they've not gone bonkers. Not, no, they haven't gone bonkers. Yeah, they've, they've brought got, in the players they need, haven't they? Yeah. Slowly brought the players in that they actually need so that the team can gel better. Yeah, well, then that's, the, that's the way to do it with money, I think. But, yeah. And, uh, what, what are your thoughts on Liverpool so far? They, they look good. I don't. You know, a good win against Newcastle, really good. Really good. That was that 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 was really good. I, I thought one once Van Dijk got um, taken off, got sent off. I thought to myself, this could be three or four nil. And Newcastle just come out second half and just took the sting out of the game for themselves and just like played about with the ball. I feel like they just didn't kill us off, and that's what's that's what's. Punish them in the last ten minutes with bringing Nunes on because yeah. Top brought Nunes on me, and I just thought it punished yeah. them. Uh, Nunes is a dangerous yeah. player. I think he's very he, dangerous. He's, he's one of them players that you, you hate against you, but Faria is I mean is an amazing player. Like Suarez, yeah, he's, Suarez yeah, he, yeah, but he's pushed he is. He is frustrating to watch sometimes when he gets in a goal and he'll just faff at the ball and it'll go wide or something. You think to yourself, that yeah. was a guaranteed goal. That will be frustrating, I feel like, for him and for a lot of people watching him. Until that clicks, 
um, like I say, you'd be really frustrated with him. But I can see, I could see, I could see him getting better. At, and I feel like on this point, a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people can criticise a player that's foreign that, that doesn't understand the English language when they're playing football and that. I really do think that can really frustrate a team and a player in himself, if you get what I mean. Because like, yeah. they're not understanding what they're supposed to do and how they're supposed to play the game. I feel like once he gets his English um, fluent, I feel like he, he will thrive. He will thrive in the Premier League and thrive with the team. I feel like that doesn't suit him as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I agree as well. I think like Nunes in general, like what we've seen yeah. of him, he, he he does snatch at chances. I think if he could just be a little bit more consistent with the with his yeah. decision making in front of goal, he could be really really dangerous. Yeah, yeah he took could. his time more. Yeah, no, yeah, he took his time. He got a lot more goals, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think uh, right to the. No, I think they're our bogey team and we've got them this weekend, but I think that they they've got some really good young players that that are really excited, yeah, they are excited really... to watch actually. Yeah, yeah they are really excited so. to watch. Yeah. He's quality that Ferguson's quality as well. They have got some really good quality young players. Yeah, you I, think, I think I actually I actually mentioned that well, Ferguson in the last one. That is uh, what I've picked out to watch this season, so I think uh, that's uh, quite a good call so far. But I think he's a, he's a good one. Yeah, he's a, he's a good one for a good one for fantasy football, I think, because obviously he's cheap. He's cheap, so yeah, he's cheap. But that game on Saturday, I feel like could go either way because Brighton haven't had the best start, have they? They haven't yeah, exactly had the best. I feel like it could be an open game. It could be quite end to end, and I feel like it could be like a one nil, maybe a two one. I feel like it'd be really close that will, and it could go either way. Yeah, I agree. And then uh, what? What do we think about Arsenal? Well, uh, our last game that we we lost to them, but first uh, I feel hard done by with that game. Mm. Yeah. Ah. It's difficult, isn't it? I think, uh, firstly, just to just to have my point about Brighton, I think that yeah, they're a, they're a fantastic team that are so well run and always do fantastic work in the transfer window. Always do fantastic work. Like the infrastructure of the club is fantastic, and like you said, it's a it's a tough one to call uh, Brighton and United because I feel like they are two teams that are now actually at the same level. Um. Instead of like there being such a huge golfing class that everybody thinks, because United haven't been so convincing so far. Um, to talk about Arsenal, yeah, I think you can be hard done by a little bit, but then I think that um, that if you make mistakes, yeah, no, at I, the I end get... of the game, if you let I your think... head your head drop, you're inviting the pressure. Yeah, I think. Right, I think we should have took our. No, I think if we had De Gea in goal, he would have saved that goal. And then if Garnacho had looked at some side, he's got the pace. No, I think that, that is a thing, isn't it? Yeah. 
I think you're gonna you are gonna lose a lot of games because of mistakes from Onana. Yeah, we've talked about this before, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, I, said, I just I said straight away that I knew. Yeah, we no, it's not a day yet. We we lost a lot of games, so there's a uh, work in progress with him. You could probably do work in progress with him. I feel like you're just taking time. It's the stup it's the stupid things I feel like you see with him like he's off his line or always off his line for no reason. And yeah, he's getting too much. he's getting done. He's getting done and he doesn't doesn't know how to compose himself properly when it's coming to like a one on one situation. Do you understand what I mean? He's like yeah. composing himself. Yeah. Like the goal against was it not even Forest? He yeah. come way off his line. And the, he, was it whoever the not good first, but he had all the goal to score from, and he was like on the left side of the goal, yeah. just on just before the box. Do you know what I mean? So they like need to compose himself a lot better as a keeper. And over time, with because obviously you've got a lot of injuries, and you've got Mar- Martinez, is it? And um, who's yeah. the one, Varane? I feel yeah. like that that that, that won't, won't help his confidence at all with having Maguire at the back with him, uh-huh, and yeah. is it Lindelof? I'm not confident about so, that. Yeah, mm. so it's, it's, it's not going to help your keeper at all. And obviously Luke Shaw on the left, so I just... Um, over time, he probably will become a keeper, a really good keeper. Will he become as good as De Gea? We'll just have to nah, see. No way, no way. I don't think he's going to go, to be honest. But yeah, he let them two goals in the final. But how many points is he worth the season? Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. And the hit O'Rourke is worth minus ten. I think I think as well, like for me, Onana, the one thing I don't like about him and the thing that I always look for with, with goalies is like his positioning is shocking. Like you think about like you said what like just I don't know, it's just the way the the he just doesn't seem very convincing at all. Do you know, like, you want your goalkeeper, you want a top-level goalkeeper at Man United to look unbeatable. Like yeah. You think about Allison, Edison. Yeah, all right, there are, there are weaknesses to the game, but do you re- do any striker think they're going to put two or three past them per game? No, even like Ramsdale, I think Ramsdale is well, an elite keeper. Yeah, yeah. You could even say, I know he's got a mistake in him, but you could even put Nick Pope in that in that area because I do think when Nick Pope is on his game, he you is amazing. I, I think he's brilliant. I think he's yeah, absolutely he brilliant. I thank him so much. You'd have him as England's number one, I think. I would. I would, mate. Honestly, I really would. I've always rated Nick Pope. I just like the way he is a keeper. But like I said, he has gotten a mistake in him from time to time. I just, I just think he should be England's number one. Um, well, I think, I think yeah, the only thing with Paul I'm not convinced yeah. with is kicking. When you put the ball out of your hand and you kick it, he hasn't got a kick on him as a goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is better than Pickford, though. Yeah. After time, Pickford gets the ball straight out. But then I, yeah. think, I think with Pickford, He's a good I think... Yeah, Pickford is an unbelievable shot stopper. Like some of the saves he pulled off the other day against um, Sheffield United were some of the best saves I've ever seen. But then at the same time, he can do that. But then I just think his temperament and his attitude is awful. Like, that, that's what stops him from being a high-level goalkeeper. Because he could be that. He is that good. He is that good. But he isn't a full package. 
and no, you have no, to be no, the full package to be England's number one. Yeah. yeah. He's one of them in Pitford. He's too frustrating. Like, he could make the most amazing five saves in a row and then he could flop at a ball and let the let the ball go straight through his hand when he could yeah, have just caught it. You know what I mean? He's one of them. He's he's that's why people a lot of people get frustrated with him. Like I say, he's always got that mistake in him, man. He could have a really good game and look like he's gonna be man of match, but then have that one really, really dodgy mistake and you feel like, What are you doing there? What have you just done? Yeah, after all the hard work, I mean you're like stupid going, yeah. Yeah, that 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 that, that, that is Jordan Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> in in a nutshell, yeah. In a nutshell, yeah. Yeah, and then so I think we stuck to the Arsenal again. And I think now they've got Rice, I think they are, they are going to be a team to be reckoned with this year. But yeah. at the end of the day, against us, I don't think Rice did an awful lot, but um. Yeah, I think he's, he's going to be a good addition to Arsenal, but terrible, terrible, yeah. it? They've, uh, they've bought incredibly well, and I think that's because like their project, the Arsenal project, is very, very exciting. Yeah. Will, Will, Will Declan Rice, though, I know he's a very good player, was an awesome player for West Ham, looks like an awesome player, but will he make Arsenal that better, if you know what I mean? Will he go on to win the league with them? Will he get them like so far in the Champions League? That's what I want to know. Is it just down to yeah. Declan Rice? People, all yeah. these people are named Declan Rice as the midfielder for him, but have they got that philosophy just to go that a bit better, like go and win the league or the Champions League? And I'm, I honestly say right now, I'm saying no. I don't think they have. I agree. Yeah, I think I don't think one player can change all that. And I don't think uh, CDM can change the whole team. Like, uh, win, uh, winning leagues and winning Champions Leagues. You need a great, well. yeah, you need a lot of goals, but, um, but you need a great CDM, though, to control the game. Yeah, yeah like a like Skulls yeah, like and like a Rodri. Do you know what I mean? Busquets like, or Chavi. Busquets, Chavi, yeah, Chavi. Do, do you know what I mean? Just to. Tighten yeah. up the back four and just control the snap and in, intercept the ball and just make them long passes and just getting the ball out when you're under threat. As will Declan Rice change that for Arsenal? Because I, I, I generally think that they've got a good back line, but I don't go, wow, amazing. These are brilliant. I don't think the rest of the midfield alongside him is good enough, and I think no. that's the problem. I think if they if they had a top level midfield, then they could win the league, sure. Because I think everything else about that team is good enough. Yeah, what what happens when Rice gets injured? It's like with us in Casemiro, isn't it? Really, but just get his friend Muller. <laughs> yeah. More rice. Sorry, if they got to replace him though, rice, is it Partey? Thomas Partey, isn't it? He plays the yeah. CDM, doesn't he? Like, Partey, CDM. Yeah, yeah, well, is, he, he's not bad. He's not yeah, bad. Yeah, but at doesn't, all. doesn't he start in midfield with rice? Yes, he does. 
doesn't he? I'm not, I can't actually remember to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I can't think actually. That's right. Oh, yeah. Getting rid of getting rid of Jacko was a really bad decision, I think. Well, yeah, you, you, as much, again, he's he's one of them players that you hate against you but love for your team. Yeah, because yeah, he's he's got the passion and 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 he'll just throw himself in the ball, throw himself in front of the ball to block it and put his body on the line and um, fight for you. But he's a weird one because he could do that then. Go and probably yes, snap someone's leg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like so you, he he was a weird one. But if you want someone that's got heart on a football pitch, you definitely would like someone shattering your team. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah. No. But always put a bet on him for him to get sent off. Then you guaranteed money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can actually do. It's like Sergio Ramos. Oh yeah. And then if he came to the Premier League. Every red card in every week. Gone back to Sevilla, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, where it started. Like that. Yeah. I like the stories like that. Yeah. So uh, we'll. Well, we the next. No, the next talking point is um. What what are we thinking of the on these seasons kits? And I, I don't know what everyone's going to say about our away kit, but. I quite like it, even though it doesn't like a Newcastle kit. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, uh, and then our third kit looks like a Liverpool away kit. Our third kit, the green one, is weird. It's weird. The one we got, it's weird. I, I don't know if I like it or not. Uh, see, I quite like the Chelsea third kit. It looks nice. Yeah, I I think some of them good. I think I, I like the whole our home one this year. You know, the Lancashire Rose of it and stuff. But yeah, I feel like the home kits always stand out, don't don't they? I think I feel like teams always do well with that because usually that's yeah. what the fans go for it in it. The home T-shirt you usually yeah. go for the home, don't they? And and what annoys me is our kits always look like Arsenal. You know, we've got the both for deeds. We've both got the same kit. Basically, except the white think, yeah. When you played them last week, didn't Arsenal have to wear different socks, or was it you had to wear different socks? One of you had oh, to wear I think different we socks. We did actually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit weird. But yeah, uh, I don't know, I really to pay much attention to Edward's kit really this year. Uh, I must admit, I, I must admit, I think a lot of them are a lot of them are quite similar to what they've been before. There doesn't seem to be any like stand up. The only thing I will say is obviously Chelsea's kit doesn't have a sponsor, and that's really yeah, strange. Like, I quite like the I quite like the top, but at the same time, it's a bit of a weird one. George, let me ask you a question. What's the, re- what's the reason behind that? I actually don't know myself. What's the reason behind it? Being a Chelsea fan, you must know. Do you know what's funny? I actually don't know. What about you, Mark? Do you know? I'm not sure that's it. I know the, the Chelsea Anthony's don't have a sponsor. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't know why, but I think I actually, I thought... I actually like it with it on the chest. I think it's too much logos. Like, I, I yeah, the we've got 
They've got one on the chest today and one on the sleeve now. Yeah. It's going to be sponsors. Yeah. And then if you're playing like Champions League or Premier League, you've always got the Premier League badge, haven't you? Or the Champions League badge to sponsor it. It's just a bit stupid, isn't it? Right, I, I it's important to get more money out of you. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Hey, next year is. That's all I it guess. is. I was going to say, I think with Chelsea, I think it, it kind of started with, with the thing with um, with three, because obviously three were our sponsors last year or the year, last year or the year before, year before. Yeah. And then um, obviously because of Abramovich got rid. And then I, I don't even remember, I, can't, I couldn't even tell you who our sponsor was last year. No. I, I honestly couldn't. But then I think it's partly to do with it being, it's supposed to be uh, like a bit, it's supposed to be like a throwback to, re, it's supposed to be like a retro kit. So I think it might be to do with Maybe that. That could be why then. Yeah. Well, yeah I think I'm I'd not be, sure. I'd prefer it anyway. Don't we will I prefer it. I don't like all the advertisement on a T-shirt. I think it spoils it. I think it's just like I say, people look at it as like a focus. So, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's well nice. I mean, you don't need to always have these sponsors and these logos on these football T-shirts. I feel like they just spoil them. And like I say, it's just a bit more, a bit more of a design for the T-shirt to put more money onto the T-shirt so then people can go and buy it out for like 90 quid. It's not just that as well. A lot of the time, it's betting companies that are the sponsors, and like, yeah, you don't really need, company. you don't want that on the kit that a six-year-old is wearing. Really, no, you no. don't. You don't. Need that. Yeah, I mean, you just spoiled it, doesn't it? I I remember about I don't know fifteen years ago when because you got a kit, it was about forty-five quid, and now the for the the oh the shit, it's eighty-five quid, and then. You can get the authentic one for 120 quid. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's kind of adds up. That adds up because, like, for crew, they're obviously in League Two, which is three leagues below the Premier League, just for anybody who doesn't know. I don't know. But, um, you know, it's 45 quid for a top in, in League Two. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're well made kits and stuff, yeah. but it's still a lot of money. Yeah, well, I think that's why. Um... We the great we we signed Ronaldo because so I think he he made us two billion in shirt sales. Two and yet, billion, and yet we're still in debt. Well, yeah, that says it all, doesn't it? How bad does that sound? Out? Shocking. Yeah, not that's, good. That's like why we protest. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Go on, sorry, Joel. No, 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 no. I was I was going to say a sarcastic comment. That's probably why he left because he wanted all of his, all of his rights to his tops. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's it. You think you mm. think about it. You think about like I'm going to say about Messi to PSG. Something about the statistic is that Messi me, Messi's PSG shirt became the most the highest selling sports shirt ever over one season. So, like. Say what you want about sponsors, etc. It's more about the name on the back for me. But then, like, you know, part of the deal to take him to Miami was 
oh, we'll give you this, we'll give you that, but like that shirt is recognisable anyway. I, I think you say, you know, a lot of the things about the shirts, about the sponsor or, oh, look how nice this looks. Realistically, people are buying it for the name on the back. Yeah, yeah similar to similar to Mason Greenwood, he's gone to Grapfri, is it, in Spain. I've just yeah, seen... Yeah, I've just seen a stat about two hours ago. He's just gone over there and he's... He, he's just sold all the T-shirts being the most sold T-shirt in their history, apparently. Wow. Yeah. You know why that is, don't Yeah, because yeah, he played... Probably one of the reasons he played for Man United. Meaning yeah. I mean, he's going to be great for them. But I don't know how true it was. I just read about it. It's a... Contra- the thing about that is it's the reason it was sold as well is he's a controversial signing. But I, not the... Yeah. The way that they're treating it in Spain, I think the majority of Spanish Hetafe fans have no idea about what's going on with Mason Greenwood. No, I, I think I think it's all a bit of crazy that because the uh, Man United released a statement saying we yeah they were we, start, we believe that he's innocent, but we think it's better he moves on. So you can't believe he's innocent and then get rid. I don't think that. I think it's because yeah, it stinks. It stinks, yeah. yeah. We already get enough sticky it what, is. Yeah. And you don't know what the the whole club have said. So many people in the club have said, yeah, he's innocent. And then they've probably had a word with each other. I don't think he's innocent because of this. Someone said this yeah. to me. We, I, we, I heard this. We, Do you know we, what I mean? We, we've, all, we've all heard the audio clip. Yeah, I was going to say, we've all heard it. Yeah, we've all heard it. We've also, or a majority of people will also have seen all the pictures that the, 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 the victim yeah. had posted. So, for me, he's yeah. guilty. It's he definitely is, uh... him. It's definitely him. He's definitely said it. And you can't take that back. No, that's the thing. Like, he should... He, it's not It's not like one of these cases, like we said before, like an Anthony, where we don't know the story, or like a... One of the biggest ones is, and then this is a bit controversial, but remember Ched Evans? Yeah. So yeah. everybody talked about Ched Evans. Everybody yeah. had basically said, Ched Evans has done, etc., etc. I don't know how you want me to be, but we all know what Ched Evans was yeah. accused of doing. So we don't need to go into that. Basically, his career was ruined and then years later it was found out he didn't even do it. Or he was found not guilty. I'm not saying he didn't do it or did. He was found not guilty. So in the eyes of the law, in the eyes of everybody else, he's innocent. Yeah. Right? Whereas, okay, that's black and white. He got to rebuild his career. He plays in the championship now, currently, very sadly, undergoing treatment for cancer. But... You know, again, different story. For Greenwood, we all saw it, we all heard it, we know it's him. Yeah. And and supposedly as well, he's still with that girl because he had a baby with her. So yeah, he's getting married as well. Isn't he? Yeah. At the no, same time. So it just makes time, the whole situation more weird. <laughs> yeah, and I also think that's probably why he's got away with rebuilding his career. Because I think if she'd have said, right, you've done this, this and this to me and I've got all this evidence which everybody's seen, 
and yet I don't want to be with you anymore. I think people would have seen it differently, but it's, oh, I'm pregnant, oh, we're getting married, oh, let's do this, this and this together. It's really strange. And at the same, at at that point, people think, oh, well, if she can let him off, why shouldn't we? And it's a good point. But at the same time, you don't go around doing that. Yeah, you can't can't take it backwards, just put it out there. No. Well, anyway, that's uh, that's like walks under the bridge now, isn't it? So, do you think, yeah. Mark? Then, Mark, then, when he comes back from the team that he's in in Spain, sorry, mate, I can't say it's one of them. I can't say. Do you think I United? Do you think United will have him back, or do you reckon you'll outright sell him to someone? What's your opinion? Do you reckon you'll get rid of him? I think they, they wanted to move on to a different place. No, I don't think do he's you? got. They, like, yeah. In that statement, he said yeah. he's got. No place in the team, so yeah, they were right that one off, I think. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I think we had the, the next two uh, points we've actually sort of discussed. So it was like, I think mean, we might as well skip that. And then the next one is who do we think is going to be the first uh, manager to get the chop? I think I, I think it's going to be Sean Dyche in a minute. They're just Dyke. been taken over today, though. Just been taken over today, though, haven't they? Um, uh, uh, some, uh, Everton have been taken over by some American investment company today. All right, yeah. Well, I, I, I was just thinking. Yeah, I think I think what Wolves seem to be like early on, they seem to be the teams that that sack the sack the managers early, don't they? they can yeah, I think that's, a, that's a weird scenario. Who did we yeah. say? Sorry, Wolves. Wolves. Yeah, wolves. yeah. I was going to say Gary O'Neill. They like to shift about with managers, don't they? Especially if they don't. If Gary O'Neill doesn't get results in the next few weeks, I can see him going because they don't last long at Wolves. But like don't you to... think? Don't you think that that is a shame for Gary O'Neill? Because I think when he was at Bournemouth, he proved that he was a top-level manager, and, and he because... could... yeah. Yeah, but it's the same as Scott Parker. He was forced out of there. He was forced out yeah. of there because he he couldn't he couldn't agree with the ownership. At the end of the day, to be a top level Premier League team, you have to spend the money. You have to do it. Yeah, yeah you do. Um, so, uh, if Chelsea don't improve, they they could possibly lose a manager as well. What do you think? Yeah, I I think that I think that's true. Did, sorry, God, what did he say? He broke up. He when said he, that he, uh, he thinks that uh, Chelsea could lose the manager if they don't improve. Yeah, I agree. But I think that that would be a ridiculous decision because we know that Pochettino can build something special with the club. Yeah, I think he's got to give him time. Yeah. Good time, but like a lot of Chelsea fans, because you're a top club, they're not going to be happy with you if you're sat um, 13th in three months' time and you haven't improved. They'll be getting on his back every week, chanting and stuff like that. They'll be so annoyed. And then the owners talk to him 
and say they might say, listen, you've got we'll give you another three we'll give you another three months until March. If you're if you're not in the top six for us, you're going after walk and we're going after look elsewhere for someone better. Yeah, I think it's it's quite an easy one, but I think Sheffield United could get rid of their manager quite quickly as well. I think they've done quite well so far. They've not been, you know, they've not been like relegation playing like relegation candidates. But at the same time, they've not picked the points up. They've not picked yeah. the points up, and I and I also think that they are a club that that have shown that when stuff gets tough, they get rid because they got rid of Chris Wilder. Um, you know, and that didn't work out so well, did it? Because obviously, they, then they brought in the the guy who's manager at the minute, Paul Heckingbottom, and then they got relegated to the championship. Um, I don't think there's others like I don't think Luton will get rid of their manager. I think Rob Edwards has shown what a good manager he is. I don't think he'll go. Um, I, just I just don't think they've got the squad to stay in this Premier League. Though I feel no. like they've got the squad players to keep them up. No, not, no. they're not got a big enough budget. Oh. It, it's funny as well because no, yeah. I actually think it's one of the weakest, one of the weakest squads we've seen in the Premier League for a long time. I think, I think what will happen with Luton, I feel like they'll go straight back down, have maybe two good seasons in the Championship, and come back up like Bournemouth. Was it Bournemouth all them years ago? Then became a steady Premier League side. I thought that's that. That's what could happen with Luton. Yeah. And I think, uh, no, I agree with that. But I think Tottenham top, could be the other one. The, the other one he sat there managers early. Yeah, but I think they are, are flying under big yeah, ants, as they call them. But we, we, we are they, no Tottenham, but the, the wheels are likely to fall off at some point. Yeah, that is a Tottenham thing, isn't it? It does happen. If they, I feel like if they don't fall off by Christmas and they're carrying on, they could easily be top three because they haven't they haven't got any Europa League or European um, Conference League, have they? Um, they don't have any European football this year, do they? No, I don't think so. No, I'm sure. So if they carry on and don't have that dip, they they could they could be a really really good force with the, this coming season. I feel like Sun will fly this season. I feel like he'll have a really good season. Madison will have a really good season. I feel mm. like they could st they they're gonna mm. cope without Kane. I do believe they can cope without Kane. I think time will I don't I don't really rate him or Rich Harrison, but time will tell with him if he can actually adapt to that attack. And if he can and he can play rough well with Sun and Madison, he could become a really force himself. Do you know what's funny? He's got a bigger chance now because Kane was like the main number nine. He's got a better chance of becoming a um, uh, first number nine now because he's got no one in front of him to chase down, if you know what I mean. It, it's his job now to become the number nine. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, just to just to say, like the thing about Richarlison is he's like, is a bit is like Nunez last season, but a much more severe case. He gets in the right position. He does everything right and just just, but it just doesn't fall. No, and I, I think we've seen that we've seen that time and time again, haven't we? Like from Watford and Everton, and now he's at 
Tottenham. Do you know what I mean? How many chances is he going to get to be proven in this league? Yeah. Going back to I Newcastle, think... he's only had one season. This will be his second season. So hopefully he will improve. Hopefully. Yeah, but he did. The thing about Richarlison is he did do, he, he did do well at Everton and, and and Watford. He did well enough. Was he worth sixty million when he went to be a backup to Harry Kane? I don't think so. But he he, was did, he, he, was he, he really was a solid good? player. Was he really worth that fifty million though? If you look, he's no, out. No, out. that's what I'm saying. Fifty million to Everton though. He didn't exactly set the world light at Everton. I don't think. That's just my opinion. Yeah. People have different opinions, don't they? I, I personally, overall, don't really rate him. But like I said, I'll, no. I'll give him another chance to see how he goes this season because he'll have a now number nine. Hopefully. He, he, he is a frustrating player, though. Just, he's, like, he's like a neighbour, isn't he? Right? When you tackle him, he'll do like 20 rolls off the pitch. <laughs> that's, that's very yeah. true. That's very yeah, true. He, he has got that sort of Brazilian thing where you sort of you love to hate him. I feel like he's one of them, Richardson. You do kind of you do sort of love to hate him. Yeah, he's a bit like Marbite, I guess, isn't he? Yeah, like for me, I think he, I think he can come good. I think he can, but I just don't think he will in that Tottenham team. No, I don't think. I think there's too much pressure on Tottenham. I think that yeah. fan base they put too much pressure on him. I think. Yeah, and I think that's because like they are, like they've got the best stadium in the world. Like that that stadium could be used for anything. That for me, that stadium, apart from like Wembley and the new camp and stuff like that, that stadium is the best stadium in the world. You know, you it's like in terms of commercial revenue yeah. from that yeah. stadium alone, with things like the the NFL, Beyonce played there. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure, like all, like you know, in terms of commercially, that stadium alone makes Tottenham an elite club, and that pressure that Tottenham as a team, I don't think can handle. Yeah, no, I think yeah, I agree that it's the best stadium in, in probably the Europe, but um, I think it's dead clever because they got they've got like sorry, go on. I was going to say you reckon that's the best stadium in Europe. It's one of the best. Like, got a technology like I was going to say. Um, it's got like three pictures, so it's got the football pitch. So you can yeah. take, slide that out, slide the NFL pitch in. Or you can slide that out, slide the hard standing in. Like, there's not really stadium that can do that, really. Yeah, I've never seen a stadium like that that can do what that stadium can do. It's probably not the biggest capacity, but. No, no, I think in terms of, of of its commercial potential, though, I think it's the best stadium in the world, apart from, I mean, it, it obviously, might, you, You'd probably put it behind Barcelona and Real Madrid just because yeah, of the history of those stadiums. Yeah, yeah completely agree. And then the, the, the next talking point, basically you can combine two, so... Which players are the standout performers so far? And which players do we think are going to be ones to watch this season? I mean, we really touched on it a little bit, but I think there's, uh, 
Please can't see your face at all. No, I can't like that. Do the Liverpool one bit, is it? I can't pronounce his name, that S. Sos- yeah, that's what I was going to say. Sabozlai. Yeah, I like Yeah, he's been the one for me. Or what, the one from the big clubs. I just think he's he looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd go, if you're going yeah. off standout for the moment, because I know the two questions, the standout for me, who I've always really liked, and I feel like he'll do well at West Ham, is James Ward-Prowse. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's been he's been brilliant in that squad. He's been brilliant. He's created goals. He's scored. He plays his position really well. And also, I give a shout to Gerald Bowen on the right. I think he's been tremendous, and West Ham could be a really good team. But for me, James Ward-Prowse, I feel like he's going to have a really good season. And I said to people at the start of the season. If Liverpool needs to go and pick up someone, he's going to be cheaper, twenty-five million pound. James Ward-Prowse. You said it to me. It. You've said it to me. Yeah, that. I agree with that. I know he, he, he is mint, and I do feel like he could be a really good player in that West Ham team. It does suit him that type of team as well. well it's a good least, team uh, to go to. I think the West Ham over Southampton. I think what West Ham play the right way for his attacking style. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah exactly what I was gonna say. It's 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 a dream. It's a dream fit. It's a perfect fit because they've got tall centre off. They don't they don't mind you know they don't mind it if he if he wants a bit of time on the ball. They they, they do get a lot of fouls and free kicks because they've got the direct sort of yeah. runners like Ben Rama, like uh, Jared Bowen. So. Realistically, yeah. it is the perfect signing for somebody of that. Level, and I think that West Ham are sort of Europa League yeah. level now, and I've been for a few years, so it's the perfect step step up yeah. for him and them because he's a he's a top level player. Yeah, I think I think the player that stands out for me in the West Ham team. So I mentioned it in the first sports show. I think it's uh, Sushek. I think he's yeah. a great box to box midfield. He's great in defence and attack. No, I think he, yeah. I, I enjoy watching him play, even though he, he does the dirty side of the game. I think I like that type of player. He's like, I like that type of player. Yeah, he's like Vidic. A lot of people don't. For us and yeah, a lot of people don't appreciate yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't appreciate him in the modern game, do they? They don't appreciate him enough in the modern no. game, I don't think. No, like we, Michael Carrick is... Michael Carrick is, I think he's so underrated, but. Yeah, yeah he is. I, he's probably he's your best. best... Yeah, I agree yeah. there. There's a few like that, though, isn't there? Like, you, you know, from a United point of view, I'd say um, Carrick, definitely. But then you think about, like, Chelsea had Ramirez, and I think Ramirez was underrated because he did all sorts of different things really well. Like you said, he, he was a complete package midfielder, but yeah. because he wasn't. A big net. He wasn't really. He didn't have a name attached to him. I think he was severely underrated. Yeah. Again, I'd say like Xabi Alonso. Xabi Alonso. I think although he played at the top level for years and years, I think Xabi Alonso doesn't get spoke about. Yeah, the way he should do. No, yeah. Well, yeah. When, when you come to when you come to. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is that? I know. It's like. Oh, all right. I was just going to say, 
when we always talk about great footballers, great footballers, we're always talking about attacking or a central midfielder that can do do the running and make chances. You don't when you talk about great players, you don't really talk about like central defensive midfielders or a centre back. It usually is always talked about like attackers. Like when you come when when people say there's a great footballer, yes of person, they'll come up with some like Messi, your Ronaldo's, you know what I mean, your Palais, your Madonnas. They're all if you think about yeah. it, they're always attacking aren't you remember all really Did you just say yeah, Madonna? Yeah. Maradona, Maradona, sorry, I did say Maradona. Maradona. (laughs) 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 I did, I did. I don't know, Maradona played football. Yeah, you go, Maradona. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, Yeah. I think after all, I always remember his goal scorers. I think I, I love I love a good defender. I love my, a good defender. My my favorite is a good goalie. I like a good goalie game. Good yeah, goalie yeah. is the same. Well, I'm a goalie do, myself. So we, I, I yeah. We during the speak about Ronaldo before. I think I, I don't know if you ever seen the film Mean Machine. With, mean uh, Machine with Vinnie Jones and Jason yeah. Stabham. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you know, do you know the goalie monk? I think Ronaldo's like him. He's a he's a nutter. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit, any. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen that one. I have to admit, I've never seen yeah. that film. Recommend it's it. a good, good film. Good film that is. Yeah. So, who, who, um, who's yours then, Mark? You, did you say you're at? Um, oh yeah, you did. Uh, Donovan Sarrelsborough. You say his name. Who's your, yeah, who's yours, Judd? You say yours. Uh, I did. I said I, I, I'll choose somebody else other than Sebozai, but I do think he, he is my, he's one of my standouts at the minute. I also think, like, um, I think, um, God, what's his name now? I had a name in my head and, I, and it's completely gone. Who uh, play for? What? What one way you think about that a minute, John? What one player I think is standout. I know he's not in the Premier League, but uh, Jude Bellingham. I think when I watched it against Scotland the other day, that that I think it was uh, England's third goal. The way the way he kept the ball, he stands and defend it, and then he played a player in. So I was like, that is. Well, I've never seen a player so like yeah. make it look so easy. And he's, he's taken to life in La Liga really well as well. Yeah, I, I think I, I would have loved him if he came to the Premier League. Yeah, I, but, th- I think the thing about that is, though, when, one, when Madrid come calling, and two, when they let you have the damn shirt, and you're not yeah, going you uh, to you're you not gonna say it. no, are you? Um, yeah. I've thought I've, I've my name for the standout one of the standout performers for me has been I, I really like Diaby for Villa. Diaby, yeah, he's a good shout. Yeah, I think yeah. We, obviously me and Rob, me and Rob uh, have had a couple of conversations about Diaby before. I, I always liked him in the Bundesliga. I thought when when it was coming out of Villa, we're going to sign him. I'm thinking, oh my god, that is scary. Because he's a he's a fantastic player, um, 
And yeah, I, I think that Villa, in, when we talk about standout players, I think standout signings, I think if you look at Villa in general, you know, so many kind of fantastic signings and stuff. But then I think the level of the level of the league has gone up so much this season. Yeah, I think it has really. I mean, yeah, I think that's. Well, I don't think. I know we we got a, few, a couple more talking points, but I think we we have pretty much covered everything really now. Yeah, I think like I think we, it's, I think we've combined a few talking points. So I think yeah, we have got we're doing quite a good roundup of the Premier League this this thirty-four five weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's funny because we were talking about talking points. You asked us about talking points, and I was kind of like in my head, I'm thinking if we just have a kind of a general chat, I reckon we'd 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 kind of uh, cover most things, and, and we and we have. So I'm I'm pretty happy with that because because I don't know, like you said, if we do it like this every like four or five weeks, whatever, there's always so many talking points, you know. We've yeah, said about it before, think, football is entertainment yeah, now. It's like storylines, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think we actually need to do a set thing. No, so we can just like, no. see what, what happens in the next month and then come back yeah. and see where we're all at again. Uh, yeah. What I'd, like to, are fairy. I'd like to say as well, just quickly, going back to standout players, Eze for Palace is one. Yeah, as a he's yeah, he made, his, he made his England debut, didn't he, the other day? Yeah, yeah, fantastic player. I feel like he'll be the next half or I feel like he'll be the standout performer week in, week out. I feel like he'll be the yeah. name for Crystal Palace for time to come. I feel I mean, like he'll be the standout for him. Was, when Eze was like broke through to Palace, didn't when they played Chelsea, he scored that amazing goal. Great, he quickly got the ball up in his own arm and he ran all the way down. Like he, took, yeah. he, he got past about eight players and then put it in the net. Yeah. Like, I, think, well, I think it's... Though. I remember that. He just slided through the team. It's like the yeah. team didn't even want to make a or anything. It was like Maradona, yeah. the literally. Yeah. yeah. Madonna. <laughs> yeah, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to lie. I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> I find it quite funny as well to uh, to talk about Palace. Everybody talks about Roy Hodgson before Palace. He went He's to Palace, did did an amazing, did a, did a pretty decent job. They improved year on year, which is all you can ask for a lower Premier League team. Then mm. went away. Yeah, all right. He took the the Watford job because he's he he's friend with the Potsos, but there's not much. He, not much he could have done at that point because that team was basically down. And then he's come back to Palace, and I just find it amazing. I just think the job he's done is amazing. I, I honestly do. I think he's such a good manager, and he's just done such brilliant things for that team. Yeah, yeah. he does. He does. He does a good job for these solid sides, though, doesn't he? Like the Palace, years ago, he did a really good job at Fulham. He got them to the Europa League. What's called Europa? Yeah, the final. And when he was at Liverpool, I feel like someone got going because it's proven now. When he went to Liverpool, it was just shock. And I feel like he found his base when he went to Palace. 
and if they do things you do but some managers just can't cut it out at these top top clubs and just find a steady club that he can prove and make a name for themselves and that's where yeah. Royerson has been for the last sort of 15 maybe 20 years because he used to be the Juventus manager didn't he in the 90s I don't even know Milan. Milan, Milan. Milan. famously told Roberto Carlos that he would never be a left back yeah, do you know? Do you know what I mean? And he he came on to become yeah. a quality back. Better, oh, one of the best, one of the best. of all time. But I think I think that's it, isn't it? I think, like you said, there are some managers that do well at these smaller clubs, and they get these big opportunities, and they yeah. and they get found out a little bit. But I think that's more to do with the egos at the club, because like, I've heard loads of stories about Hodgson at, at Liverpool, and I think think he was trying to do things with them that he was doing at Fulham before. And you can't be asking Steven Gerrard and, and Jamie yeah. Carragher and, and guys like that to be doing things that like he was doing with like uh, who did Fulham have like at that time like Andy Johnson and Bobby Zamora. Like you know what I mean? Danny Murphy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh We've uh, yeah, done a pretty good round up there. So and then we we be back in like four or five weeks again. So yeah, we, right, we yeah. could, it, I think it it was better doing it all three of us. Because when I did the first one on my own, doing like all <laughs> the points just on my own, it was tiring. Yeah, right. I liked it though. I liked the first one, but I'm, I like I like the idea of it being the three of us for sure. Yeah. Yeah, with all the people, you get better. Yeah, and then uh, I'm like a scout and a bloke from Crew that I'll do. Yeah, that's that's great. Really should, we, name, should, we, should we touch on Crew just quickly? Yeah, yeah, do we'll d- do that to end with it then. Yeah, we'll... yeah, yeah. Go for it now or just. Yeah, yeah, go for Crew, yeah. Yeah, okay, so. Yeah, uh, I think it, it's worth saying that Crew. Expectation wasn't high this season, was it, Rob? I think you you were quite pleased, but I I am uh, I'm, I'm overly pleased with that sixth in the league after five games. Is it was it six? However, I, I expected us to be sat just above the relegation zone, like usual, and just expected going down there and just getting frustrated every. But we've we've got a real team about us. We've got some cracking players in Chris Long, Courtney Back Richards, Tracy, who I like the look of. Yeah, Powell. Lee, Bell, Lee, Lee Bell seems to be actually working with the lads really, really well. He seems to be talking to them a lot more. He seems to be knowing what he's doing with them, knowing how to get the best out of them, which is really good. All I'd say about it is, it's the first, like you, you would, you would understand. It's the first half. We always start shaking the first half, yeah. and I don't get that. So- so just to provide a little bit of context, it's like I think a lot of the bookmakers thought we would would be sort of down near the bottom this season, but then as as the signings started to come in, we started to um, sign really well. I think Mickey Dimitriou from Newport, who's sort of a centre half that can play right well, back. Yeah, he's a he's an older player. Yeah, he's like in his mid thirties, but like Rob says, like really solid centre back. Nice guy. We met him, didn't we, the other week? He was a really yeah. nice fella. 
Um, and, he, and he seems to just, he's just arming presence. Over the years, we've, we've had, remember uh, Michael Nottingham, he was another one, wasn't he? he was a fantastic centre-half. So, you know, we do bring... Yeah, we do. We do have a have a history of bringing these kind of fantastic centre halves in. But then yeah. you think about other players as well, like um, Tracy, Jack Powell, Jack yeah, Powell, yeah, Jack, yeah, Jack Powell. Um, Tracy, who was a guy who was at Tottenham, got released, went to Cambridge, didn't do a lot. So when he came here, you're thinking, oh, this guy, not really sure how to how to take him. He's fantastic. He's so good, so quick, so skillful. Um, yeah, brilliant. I feel and like crew, crew, a crew have found a unit. I feel like the team, the whole team gels really, really well with each other. And I feel that's what crew have been missing over the last years. We've, we've had t- like a few players in like one or two midfield that have been really good and one striker that's been really good. All the rest of the team's been shocking. We've actually got a unit of players that do really, really well together. And we've got that individual spark from different players that can create magic. And, uh, and, and that's I think, Yeah, I think as well, you have to think that like, on the back of losing one of the best crew teams has been in a, in a long time with the likes of Perry NG and Ryan Winter they went to Cardiff Charlie yeah. Kerr went to Carlton um, who else has gone Harry Pickering Harry Pickering went to Blackburn so you know we, we lost like we yeah. lost championship level players and we were in League 2 like that's our team was the championship team in League 2 and, and then actually- and, Lot thingy happened, didn't it? COVID and lockdown, and did lost loads of stuff, and it just it just didn't click for so many years. And players were in yeah. and out like mad. We wouldn't we wouldn't even sign players, Mark. We wouldn't we wouldn't we'd just get a few players on loan. We wouldn't go out and buy and put get a player on a few years contract. Yeah, it was that, just like that appearing at basis. Yeah, short term loans. No, knowing that we don't know what to do with these players having no direction at all. But we've got some, like I say, identity at the moment, which is a really good, positive thing for Crew. Has it been like that for years? Yeah. And I'm hoping for a good fight for I'm open for a good fight of promotion this season if we if we can carry on up until Christmas. If we're thereabouts at Christmas tops it's I'll be saying promotion yeah, this you, season. You easy. Can keep keep the right right behind you right there, aren't you really? To to just make one one final point, like, I don't know, Robbie's always a lot more optimistic than me. Robbie straight away is like, yeah, we can have a good season this year. We bought well. But I was really optimistic. I'm kind of thinking, okay, middle of the road. We have bought well, but there's players that don't really fit the kind of usual crew mould. Some of them, like, you know, Mickey Dimitri's 33, Jack Powell is 29. You know, it's older guys, and that's not really the crew way. But like you said, the, these players have transformed the club and, and some of the results, like like Robbie kind of alluded to, the only issue is like we've come from behind in in every single game. Every single Two. game season. And on four occasions, Mark, we've had to come from two down to draw 2-2. Two, two. It's always the first half, we're a bit shaky and it's like it takes us to go goal down before we actually get our crap together and realise actually we need to perform now and we do start yeah. to perform we play unbelievable football and we you more if we get a goal back we will go on and win that game 
yeah. when we've got a, when we've gone down and got a goal back, I don't think we've lost yet this season. Ah. Oh, we've gone up every game. I think that that's a really good sign of the team when you can always come back. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I tell you what, I think you should come and watch a game with us. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I do like going to one of these games. I think the last one I went Real to football. was Not this was, United uh, shit. It was Chester against Scunthorpe, I think it was. It was my mates of Scunthorpe from. Oh bloody hell, that proper slumming it. Yeah, and then yeah. So, that's National finish. League normal. Yeah, and then yeah. actually, my, my second team's in National League North as well. The uh, Macclesfield. Is it? Macclesfield. No, I think, yeah. I'll, I'll just touch on that a little bit. So, Macclesfield are fourth in the league. And we're, well, we're, well, we're one point behind second and third, so. I think we currently get a promotion this year then. We're getting closer to getting back in the leagues. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd love another three versus Macclesfield game. I, I, we uh, did you come that game? I think we beat them like three 0 didn't we? Did you get that one, Rob? I might have done. I can't remember. It's, it's, it's a long time ago now, but I might have done. Yeah, they're, they're a good side, aren't they? They've got Luke Murphy in midfield. Yeah, yeah. I think the correct. They had to go, uh, they got liquidated, didn't they, in COVID, yeah. They had to read. Robbie Yeah, Robbie Savage bought it, yeah. Yeah, that one, yeah. And uh, we, I we had one to of them. Right, right back to the basics, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you'll have to build, you, if you get promoted, you'll have to build on it, won't you? Slow, slowly, steady, slowly, steady. Don't prat about money. Bring in players that you just need to stable, stable the club, and hopefully yeah. you can get performances oh, on think, the pitch. I, I think Salford City have done. No, because they, they started out in right, right maybe Sunday League, but then they were in League yeah. Two. That's a fan, fantastic documentaries for them, isn't there on Sky yeah, really as well? Yeah, interesting that and the Wrexham one. Yeah, I, I must admit, I've not watched the Wrexham one yet, but uh, it is on the list of things to watch, for sure. I think... It, 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 it is a thing to leave it on, because I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going after going like 10 seconds because my phone's on like 7% and I need charge because I've got my band practice. But yeah. Wrexham, it's like Premier League in the next six years. Well, like, right. I mean, no. Next, six, All right, let's, at let's least five. six. All right, we'll put a five on it. Yeah. Right, yeah. We'll put a five on it, mate. He'll get them there with the money yeah. they've got and Ryan Reynolds got. They will be up in the championship and getting into the Premier League in the next six or seven years. You watch. Yeah. And they've got a decent stadium, so yeah. Mm, we'll, no, we'll, I don't know. We'll about see. That. We'll see. We've got and they've got a fan base. Right. Okay. I don't want to sound but Oh, mate. Oh, sorry. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks for having me. Yeah. See you next. You're right. Yeah. We'll be back next. Yeah. See you next. Yeah. See ya. Bye, mate. Bye-bye. Take care, mate. Bye. That's the most thought show for DJ Chappers. <laughs>